Howdy. Howdy, howdy. Yay, you did it. I'm very proud of you. Biden is able to stay on script. Nice one. This is episode 49. Hey, hey, this is Alvin again. How was your dinner? Good. I'm sure your stomach is nice and full. So today we have a perfect aperitif pairing for your mind. We think you'll find it to be delish. Lay back, relax, and let your mind and soul savor the next 17 minutes. And now, your hosts and our friends, LaFoul and A. I think he's absolutely setting the course and setting out how he wants to administer this country. That then gets turned into a storyline and a script. Anyone who works in media, comms, PR, marketing knows this. That being my background, I feel relatively comfortable saying that. So you take the talking points that you are very interested in promoting and you stick to that script so you don't fall off and then people start taking unnecessary jabs at you. And it's a lot harder to do that on the campaign trail when you're running ragged and you're in a hundred different cities in a hundred different days. It's just a different environment. He's got a cabinet. He's got advisors now. He didn't have much of that. No candidate does when you're on the campaign trail. You've got some close confidants. You've got some paid people, but you don't nearly have the battalion of people backing you up that you do once you're in the Oval Office. I think the cabal is now in charge. I don't know what the hell the cabal is. Would you like to explain your um, paranoid self, please? I'm using your words. You said that before, the cabal. So I think that the lobbyists, the military industrial complex people have their grips on him. I think the fossil fuel company has their grips on him. And I think that they're all making this script and they're handing the script to his advisors. And then they're giving his advisors a suitcase full of money. And they're saying, make sure that this happens. And I think that everything that's happening right now, the reason why you don't see him getting excited and doing anything because he's being handed a script, like you said. And he says the script. Your definition of the script and where it originates is in opposition to how I think his script gets managed. Let's be very clear about that. I don't agree with your perspective, period. I think Biden has lost one word out of his vocabulary. No. They hand him a script and he goes, okay, I want you to do this. Okay, I want you to be strong toward Israel. Okay. I think you're being really derogatory and really disrespectful. To who? To the president. He'll get over it. Trust me. He's a big boy. Again, it continues. Like, I don't know why you think that that's necessary. At our age, you should be able to have a conversation that doesn't get sort of nasty 13-year-old style bullying so I'm bullying the president now. That's pretty big for me. No, you're bullying me. Now you're making it about you. First it was about Biden. Now it's about you. You're bullying me because you keep sticking me and saying, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. And just sort of offhanded, like not even coming back with any factual information. You're just using, I don't know, anything that I could like read on Facebook at this point. Okay, well then let's do this. Let's let time and history be the judge. That's fine. Yeah. Because in the end, it's going to come out, yeah, that was scripted. Yeah, that was scripted. Yeah, that was scripted too. Yeah, he got this talking point from this group. Yeah, he got that talking point from that group. No, he had no intention ever of doing anything, but he was told to say this. 
Your need to be right is apparent. You don't need to repeat yourself. I need to reinforce it firmly and strongly so that you're not like, well, you really kind of didn't say and you really weren't certain on it. I'm certain. It's very clear what you think and I disagree strongly. Excellent. I would like it to be crystal clear so that we have opposing views so that only one can be right because there can only be one. That's from Highlander, by the way. Just have to throw that one in there. I don't know Highlander. You don't know Highlander? No. That's a whole different conversation too. Anyway, all I'm saying is that so far he's calmed the masses. And that was his number one objective. And it's funny because he throws little key things in there like, we're going to bring Jaws back again, get this back again. Everything is heading back. Who in recent memory was about bringing something back again? The last dude. To a certain percentage, that's what he's trying to appeal to. He thinks that's the populist way. That's what won Trump is this going back. I'm going to actually agree with that tactic because. Ultimately, you would like to have a more united citizenry to like keep the country moving forward and not end up in some kind of civil war or attempts at murdering one another, which I think people are concerned about. And so, yes, you do have to speak some language where everyone understands. I know a lot of people are without jobs and they would like to go back to having a job. I have no problem saying Let's get back to having more Americans employed. I don't see him saying, let's go back to the way America was in the way that Trump did, which was an underhanded signal to a more white supremacist lifestyle that excluded all Americans that are not lovely and white. That was my biggest concern with Trump saying, let's get back to this thing or that thing. And I don't see Biden saying that. I see Biden wanting to bring back some of the strength that people need right now, which are jobs, the ability to stay living in their homes, then also moving the country forward with innovation and evolution of some sort. And his focus seems to be on infrastructure, innovating that and setting us up for the next hundred years. So there's a lot of that conversation. There's a lot of bringing back unions, which I also think is a great idea, so that people have the protection of unions. I don't have a problem with his use of that language on occasion. It's not like he's using it 100% of the time. I do. I got a problem with the big time. Because? Because it's this idea of keep going back. How do you go forward if you go back? Then, Mr. Smarty Pants, how would you say it? I want to create new jobs. I want to give every American a job. Like, what would you say? Jobs are huge right now. People need them. Okay, why do people need them? Easy. They want to make money. That's it. That's it. That's the only reason. There is no other reason. They need to make money. Yes. Did Andrew Yang ever once say go back? Andrew Yang's thing was forward. Forward is the way that we need to go. We need to move forward. Why? Because... Technology is changing. Automation is coming. Yep. We can't deny it. UBI says everybody has enough money now to make it. Not enough. Andrew Yang had proposed UBI. Yes. That doesn't mean you're not going to work. I didn't say that. I said, quote, it needs enough to make it, to make it. Then, according to Andrew Yang, if you can give people that little level of comfort, they can be entrepreneurs. Or they can find jobs that they're not having to stress. Then they can invest. And that's what we're talking about. This country used to be all about entrepreneurs. What happened? We became working stiffs. We became slaves to the industry. This way, you don't revolt. You're worried about just putting food on the table. 
You're not worrying about art. You're not worrying about higher level thinking. That's what going back means. That's what you're going back to. I don't think we should be going back. I think Andrew Yang had it right. We should be going forward. We should be looking at innovation. We should be taxing automation, the robot tax, so to speak. Sure, I agree. Absolutely. This is what we should be doing. This is how we should be thinking. And then we should be creating new jobs. Bernie Sanders was right. We need to have Medicare for all. We need to forgive student debt. I mean, just taking those two things off of people's necks is going to give them such a level of relief. And then if we have renewable energy and renewable jobs, we have all new levels of manufacturing, of job growth in this country. That's what we need to be focusing on. At the same time, cutting our military budget in half, not taking off 10%, cut it in half. If you don't have money to fight wars, your politicians can't put you into a war. And that's the next big level that we go to. Every time a politician says move backwards, you should laugh in his face rather than saying, let's make this guy president. A politician saying, I'd like to bring jobs back or good jobs back to America or union jobs back to America. I don't think the general public sees that as a regressive measure. I think that is how you like to couch it and how you as an individual hear it. But that doesn't mean that the rest of America necessarily hears it that way. I certainly don't. I would like to see more people employed again, less people on the street, less people struggling. And for me, if the president says back, I'm going to be okay with that. If you keep giving the American people two options and tell them they only have two options, you know what? They're going to take one of those two options. What two options are you talking about? You can go make America great again with Trump, or you can go back again with Biden. That's pretty much the opposite side of the same dirty coin. And if you can't see that, then you need to take off the rose-colored sunglasses. The Democratic and the Republican Party are the same party. Let me give you a really good example. And we've already talked about this before. In most places, when you vote, one group holds the primaries on the same day, the Republicans and the Democrats. Why? Because they split the costs and they push everybody out. It's the same thing, except it's just repackaged differently. One of it's blue and one of it's red. And in the end, we get the same result out of it. Our media tells us the exact same stories over and over again. You can switch to Fox News, you can switch to CNN, and it's just a repackaging of the exact same stories. And that's what people get used to. And this is this idea of keeping this comfort zone. Let's be comfortable. You can't have a revolution if you're being comfortable. Revolution is not about being comfortable. It's about not being comfortable. And unfortunately, as much as people want to talk about we're going to have a revolution here and revolution there, America is nowhere near ready for a real revolution. Just like I don't think that they're ready to say no to these stupid ideas of going back. We need to move forward, period. I don't know how many times I can say that. There's only one solution, forward. I'm not going to jump on any bandwagon that's going back. Keep going back, you wind up back in slavery. And the truth is, if you accept either one of those paradigms, you're in slavery mental slavery. You don't have to jump on a bandwagon, but you're in an environment where change does not happen rapidly. So do you just plot along in your own direction? How do you manage that? Like definitely pushing for change and demanding things. So you're not going in the same direction that everybody else is doing. How do you continue conducting yourself? How do you maintain a space in society that seems to be moving in a different direction than yourself? You walk that path less trodden. That's it.
You can't keep walking down the big old wide path because everybody's already been down there. That's why it's wide and trodden. Yeah. So why? Why it's smooth. Yeah. So why it's smooth, it's easy, and it leads you to darkness because in the end, that path was made by either an army or by a corporation. And that's the path you're walking on. But the only way ultimately to achieve the more progressive ideals is to build up a coalition, an army, a group of people whose core is big enough that we end up cutting a wide swath and making the way smooth. Otherwise, you're just alone, having a lovely time, hopefully in a forest or a beach or whatever path you were trotting, right? But it's harder for a lot of people to follow a single trail than it is that wider path. So don't you ultimately want to create a much wider path that everybody can then march in mass down no. that is leading toward progress? The road is not meant for everybody. I don't recommend this to the masses. This is just for those that are willing to put up and go through the struggle. If you're not willing to go through the struggle, if you want it easy, this isn't the way for you. Just go on and take that giant road to hell. That's what you're really trying to get to anyway. You think you're going to go to this other place, but you don't really want that. That means I got to be kind to people. I got to look out for the homeless. I don't want that. So are you just going down, you know, your own path in the wilderness? What's your goal? If you don't care where the majority of your fellow citizens wind up, then why are you doing that? You just want it better for yourself? And your friends or like, I don't get it. If you know something is absolutely wrong, are you just going to do it anyway? No. How can you even ask me that question then? I know this is wrong. I know that walking down this path is wrong. I have to take a better path. I've done a recon. I've done my searching. There's something better over there. I've got to head that direction. Don't you want everybody to get to that better thing? If you think that the homeless should be criminalized, I actually don't want you with me. You know, it's funny, people talk about this idea of heaven, the fields of Elysium, and the truth is, everybody talking about heaven ain't going. And there's a lot of those who I wouldn't want to hang out with in this magical heaven anyway. You're a f***ed up person on earth. Why the hell would I want to hang out with you in the afterlife? <laughs> no. So my goal is to go to a place, and those who make it there, of like-minded character, we can build something together. Because the truth is, half the people are like, nah, we, we shouldn't do that. Now, nah, we're not looking out for the poor, are we? We're not going to care for others. We're not letting in foreigners, are we? You know, I read something really interesting the other day. Every time we use voices like you just did, it diverts the negative attention to sort of this maybe white trash mentality or whatever. And it diverts it away from the corporations and the institutions that are really benefiting from it. I would challenge you not to use the voice because you're actually detracting from the truth by doing it. You're laying the blame on a little guy instead of the institution that is promoting that kind of behavior. That was my Jeff Bezos voice, okay? That was my corporate voice. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I heard white trailer trash. <laughs> Just don't do it. It's ugly. First off, I'll do it if I like to. It's my thing. And you can't define my thing. Okay, you go on your little path all by yourself and you just have your thing. This is the thing that you don't get. Every time I see somebody who is of like-minded, I go, hey, I got a place. There's the coordinates. Walk toward that path. Oh, and don't tell anybody that's not worthy. And those are the instructions that I give them. 
I've never encountered the one or a messiah who wants to leave the general majority behind. I've never heard of a Mashiach who's going to take every single person. He's not coming for the wicked. Unless you consider the wicked the wicked, and then most of the wicked are the right. (laughs) (laughs) I think in the kingdom, there will be more those who believe in Satanism and paganism than in Christianity. Because it's about the soul. It's about your heart. If you're not willing to live with the homeless, I don't think that you need a home with us. Carry on. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 17 minutes podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with your friends and family. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. They're listed on our website and social media. Check them out. Have a blessed Sabbath. Shabbat Shalom.